0: Welcome to the Empowering Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Kimball Lewis. Our website is empoweringparents.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter and find all of our parenting content, including the Total Transformation Program, which is the number one child behavior program of all time. The Total Transformation Program was developed by child behavior expert James Lehman and is a practical step-by-step guide that provides solutions to the most difficult child behavior problems. You can sign up and begin the program today at empoweringparents.com. Our email address is mail at empoweringparents.com. We'd love to hear from you. Welcome to this week's episode of the Empowering Parents podcast. I am your host, Kimball Lewis, and today we're going to go through an article that's on, on our site, and the article is one of our more popular articles, and it's called, I hate you, mom, I wish you were dead. When kids what to do when kids say hurtful things. So unfortunately, this is one of our more popular articles. Um, We get a lot of hits from this. A lot of people come to our site after Googling um, what to do when your child says, I hate you, mom, I wish you were dead, or some other very sort of personal hurtful thing. So uh, I'm going to go through this article and give you some ideas of of how to approach this. And this is one of our very important articles for parents to to think about and to understand because the way you react to your child's hurtful comments is very important. So here we go. There are a few things in the world that hurt a parent more than hearing their child say, I hate you. The words cut like a knife. The child you love so much and have sacrificed for in so many ways now hates you. I hate you, mom. I wish you were dead, is what they say. Or you're the worst mom ever. Or I can't wait to get the F out of this house. I hate it here. These words leave parents feeling a combination of hurt, anger, and resentment, and parents will naturally think to themselves, don't you appreciate all that I've done for you? How can you possibly speak to me that way? You know, it's, it's very easy to take this as a personal attack because when we give up so much for someone, when we give up so much for, for our kids, we almost always expect good things from them in return. Now, we wonder, doesn't my child understand the sacrifices that I've made for them and that I love them? But here's the truth. Your child probably doesn't feel like they owe you anything for all the great work you do as a parent. Most kids don't actually, in part because they perceive the world very, very differently than we do. I wanna be clear here. It's very important to understand that these hurtful words that your child is using are not about you at all. Taking it personally, often leads to a big emotional reaction from you, which reinforces the bad behavior. This tells your child that they're powerful when they can get this reaction out of you. And it tells them that they have power over you, which actually helps the behavior continue in the future. After all, who doesn't want to feel powerful at least once in a while? Kids often spout off hurtful words like these when they have a problem they don't know how to solve whether they're angry, stressed, or dealing with feelings about something bad that happened to them at school that day. Not being able to handle their problems leads your child to feelings of discomfort, and pushing your buttons and getting a strong emotional reaction from you actually helps make up for those feelings of discomfort. Don't get me wrong, your child isn't consciously aware of this in most cases. Nevertheless, causing you to be upset helps them to compensate for their inability to handle the problem they're facing at the time. Some kids also say hurtful things as a means of trying to get what they want. If they can hurt you, you might feel bad or doubt yourself or give in. So in some cases, it's a way to achieve a more tangible goal for the child. I think it's also worth noting that kids often use a lot of faulty thinking to justify their behavior. In other words, they think that if they perceive someone as being mean or if they see something as being unfair, that makes it okay to be hurtful towards the offender. So what should we do when our child says hurtful things to us? Reacting to what your child says by being angry or upset is normal. After all, you're only human. Nevertheless, don't say hurtful things back. Your natural reaction might be to say something like, well, I hate you too, or, well, I wish I never had you. What do you think about that? But saying hurtful things in response sends your child the message that you are not in control, It also models ineffective problem-solving behavior for your child. In other words, it shows your child that the way to handle verbal attacks is to launch a verbal counterattack. Leave the cursing and name-calling out too. Two wrongs don't make a right here. Also, don't scream or yell. Screaming, yelling, or even raising your voice will lead to the same ineffective outcome as saying something hurtful. You'll show your child that you're not in control emotionally, that you're their emotional peer. Actually, that's that's a good point here. So when you when you get into a screaming fight with your child, you bring yourself down to their level and you make them your emotional peer. So again, you're modeling the ineffective behaviors that you don't want your child to have. The other thing you don't wanna do is don't say you can't. A lot of parents respond to their children by saying something like, you can't talk to me that way. Well, the truth is they can. You can't control what words come out of your child's mouth. That's something they have complete control over at all times. And when you say you can't to your child, it can incite a power struggle, as your child might think, oh, yeah, try and stop me, and on and on they go. Try to choose other words instead. Don't try to reason with your child in the heat of the moment. Oftentimes, parents will lecture or try to reason with their kids to get them to see things their way. Some parents might say, well, someday I'll be dead, and then what will you do? Others might point out things that they do for their child to convince them that they should be more grateful and respectful. The vast difference in perception between you and your child that I mentioned earlier means there's a very good chance you won't be able to get them to see eye to eye with you. You're effectively asking them to get up on a level they just aren't at right now. They'll never really truly appreciate, except maybe when they're adults, all the things that we do to do for them as, as parents. So don't hold your breath. Don't expect immediate compliance or appreciation or acknowledgement or credit for all of your parenting work. That will come later, perhaps much later. And when a kid is upset, they're not going to be able to really hear what you're saying anyway. It's wasted energy that's best spent controlling your own emotions instead. And this is something that we say all the time here at Empowering Parents, which is if yelling worked, parenting would be easy. you just yell at your child and, and the bad behavior would go away. But the reason you're probably listening to this podcast or you're on empoweringparents.com is that the yelling doesn't work and you need to find a different way. Uh, the other don't is don't punish or big or give big consequences when they speak to you this way. It's very it's very easy for parents to go to that place of fine if you don't appreciate anything I do for you or anything you have then we'll see how you do without it. And then you take away their prized possessions like their phones or their electronics or or their privileges for going out on the weekend. Over-the-top punishments will not teach your child the skills they need to manage themselves more effectively in the future. It won't teach them not to say hurtful things to others. Harsh punishments will only teach them to do time, and we do not want our kids to learn how to do time. That's not a skill that is very useful for them. Consequences do not always speak for themselves. You have to step up to the plate and be your child's coach. So not only do you do the consequences, but you need to help your child and offer them alternative behaviors when they do get frustrated instead of yelling at you or or saying hurtful things. So here's a few things you can do when your child says hurtful things. You can stay calm. So take a deep breath and think about what you're gonna say and how you'll say it before you let the words out of your mouth. You can take your time. A long pause is fine even during these heated moments. Be aware of your nonverbal communication. Nonverbal cues such as tone, volume, facial expression, Body positioning, the pace of your words are extremely powerful in communication with others. Nonverbal communication or body language can have a huge impact on how your message is interpreted. Try to avoid crossing your arms, putting your hands on your hips, rolling your eyes, or taking a f- too fast a pace when you're talking, for example. Keep your facial expressions as neutral as possible. It's a good idea to do a mental check and ask yourself, how am I coming across right now with my body language? And make the appropriate adjustments keep your verbal responses direct and brief. When your child hurls an insult at you, you can say to them, look, I'm sorry you feel that way, but you're still responsible for taking out the garbage, for example. Or you could say to them, talking to me that way isn't going to get you out of doing your homework. Or one of our personal favorites here is, maybe you do hate living here, but you still have to be home on time, and I'm still responsible for you while you're in this household. So What you're doing when you respond like this is effectively and gently challenging your child's poor behavior and helping them to see that it isn't going to solve their problem by talking back to you and using hurtful words. You're redirecting them to the task at hand. The goal here is to be assertive but not aggressive. And if you're struggling to stay cool, just walk away. When your emotions get the best of you, get yourself involved in another activity that will be calming for you. If you'd like, you can come back and address the issue with your child at a later time when things have calmed down, which will be much more effective. So you can take your time in these situations. In general, we don't recommend giving too many consequences for hurtful statements because when there's so many challenging things going on with your child, it can become really overwhelming, and the consequences and giving consequences for every little verbal outburst is not going to be effective. So you want to pick your battles and focus on the most problematic behavior problems that your child is having. And that may mean ignoring some hurtful words that they say to you, as long as it doesn't cross the line into verbal abuse. And if you feel you must do more to address the issue in your home, you can certainly add some problem-solving discussions once once things cool off, to help your child develop the skills to solve their problems more effectively and to react more effectively when they're frustrated with you. Finally, give it time. Learning to react more appropriately and calmly takes some practice, and it's not easy. And it will take your, your child some time to come up with more effective responses when they're getting frustrated. Will these tips work? Yes, but it might take some time for both of you to make the necessary adjustments. So start applying this and give it time, and don't abandon it just because it doesn't seem to be working immediately. It's the consistency of your response that's important, not the severity of it. Now, we know that following these suggestions may may make you feel like you're letting your child get away with disrespectful behavior, but these suggestions will help you stay in control, they'll help you role model positive self-management management skills, and, and it's a way to set clear limits with your kids, and your actions will show them that their behavior is not okay. So try your best, Stay consistent and remind yourself that even though it doesn't always feel good, you're, you're on the right track. Don't be too hard on yourself. We're not perfect at this. It's going to take us some time, and we're not going to be 100%. We just want most of the time to be responding effectively, and we just want to minimize the number of times that we have the ineffective responses. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next week. Parents, if you like our content, please visit EmpoweringParents.com and sign up today for the Total Transformation Program. Total Transformation is the instruction manual for dealing with children and teenagers who are mouthy, disrespectful, or resistant to authority. In this step-by-step program, James and Janet Lehman show you how to change your child's behavior and take back control of your family with the exact techniques they used for over 30 years to get kids to behave appropriately. And when you sign up, add the parent coaching option and schedule your first coaching phone call today. Thank you for listening to the Empowering Parents podcast. Talk to you soon.